Hi, and welcome to Filled with His Love. We hear a lot these days, you know, about how difficult it is to live in a world so full of sin and difficulties and crime and everything. We hear it on the news, we watch it in videos, we receive messages on social media that remind us just how bad things really are. Mass shootings, hate crimes, people losing their faith in God. It can all seem pretty overwhelming at times. It can even cause us to think of the good old days when things weren't so bad. But it's a funny thing how we view the past sometimes through the lens of happy times and forget the not-so-happy times that we experienced. Nephi, son of Helaman, so I'm not talking about the son of Lehi, the, the brother of Laman and Lemuel. I'm talking about later in the Book of Mormon, in the Book of Helaman. This Nephi was a descendant of the original Nephi, but a distant one. Like the Nephi of old, he was a prophet, and the Nephites at this time were becoming very wicked. You name the sin, they were committing it all the time. Nephi once said, how could you have turned yourselves over to the devil? Nephi knew that his people had once been righteous, but now they turned their backs on the church and on God and focused entirely on their own selfish desires. So Nephi went up on a tower and prayed. This was a prayer of lamentation. He was incredibly sad as he looked at how far his people had sunk. So he pled with the Lord to help them regain their faith, to repent, to come back to God. Here's an excerpt from Helaman 7, verses 6 and 9. Now this great iniquity had come upon the Nephites in the space of not many years, and when Nephi saw it, his heart was swollen with sorrow within his breast, and he did exclaim in the agony of his soul, Oh, that I could have had my days in the days when my father Nephi first came out of the land of Jerusalem, that I could have joyed with him in the promised land. Then were his people easy to be entreated, firm to keep the commandments of God, and slow to be led to, to do iniquity. And they were quick to hearken unto the words of the Lord. Yea, if my days could have been in those days, then would my soul have had joy in the righteousness of my brethren. But behold, I am consigned that these are my days, and that my soul shall be filled with sorrow because of this, the wickedness of my brethren. End quote. So, Nephi was wishing he could turn back the clock, a little bit like Back to the Future, that he could have lived in an earlier time when people were more righteous and faithful. But if we look at it objectively, things weren't all that good back in the days of Lehi. They had to wander in the wilderness for eight years. Sometimes they were on the verge of starvation. Eight years is a long time to live in a tent. They were like modern-day refugees who had been kicked out of their country. Then they had to build a ship and sail on the seas to the promised land. Not exactly a cruise ship, no buffets, no swimming pools on board. This was tough going all the way. And they had problems, big problems, even on the ship and in the wilderness with each other and with relationships and all kinds of difficulties. And after they arrived in the Promised Land, it didn't take long for family discord to erupt between Laman and Lemuel and their brother Nephi. No, the ancestor of Nephi, son of Helaman, could not have had a rougher time than his ancestor Nephi, son of Lehi. Times were tough in those supposed good old days. But it's natural to think that times must have been better in the past 
and to think that now is the real test. I began thinking about the good old days in my own life. My grandson is now serving a mission in Vietnam. He's participated in two baptisms the past two weeks. When I was his age, I was worried that I would be activated to serve in the military and go to Vietnam to kill the ancestors of the ones he's baptizing. No, those were not good old days for me. To make it even more dramatic, my grandson is now assigned to serve in Ho Chi Minh City, formerly called Saigon. Saigon was the capital of South Vietnam, but the North Vietnamese army, after many bloody battles, conquered the city and renamed it after Ho Chi Minh, the revolutionary leader from the North, the communist leader. And now there's my grandson teaching the gospel to anyone who will listen in a city that was once the epicenter of the Vietnam War. So no, those were not the good old days. I eventually enrolled in the ROTC at BYU and became an officer in the Army, and by the time I was commissioned, the U.S. was withdrawing from Vietnam, and so I never had to fight in in that war or go full-time in the military. I fulfilled my obligation in the reserve. Elder Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve presided at our stake conference recently. He was speaking to two stakes, the stake my wife and I are in, and also a young single adult stake with mostly first-year students at BYU. Looking out at this large congregation, seated in the George Albert Smith Fieldhouse, where a volleyball tournament had been played the night before, he said, Brothers and sisters, these are our days. He quoted the same verse in Helaman, when Nephi, son of uh, Helaman, said, I am consigned that these are my days. Nephi was really saying, I wish these weren't my days. I wish I could have lived in a better time, but I accept that these are my days, and I will do my best in the face of all this iniquity. So back to the present. Elder Anderson was helping us understand that the present day is precious, regardless of all the unpleasant things that happen from day to day. These days are all we have. These days are a gift from God. Every new day is a gift from God. So I'm infinitely grateful for the present, for the time I'm living in right now. What an amazing gift the Lord has given us. Sending an army of missionaries to Vietnam who are armed with the gospel of Jesus Christ is so much better than sending an army to Vietnam who are armed with M-16 rifles, which I used to practice with, howitzers, tanks, and Cobra helicopters, which I once wrote in. Yes, these are our days, and we should make the most of them. As Nephi was praying on that tower, people noticed, and they started to flock to the area so they could see what he was praying about. They were amazed at his emotional outpouring to the Lord. He was praying that the people would repent. And the more he pleaded with the Lord that they would repent, the closer they came to listen to what he was praying about. Now, that's how we embrace the present today. We pray, we act, we try. We recognize the needs around us, and we do all we can to help in whatever way we can. I liked the phrase that Elder Anderson used so much that I put it on a post-it note on my refrigerator. These are our days. I hope you will make this one of the best days ever. And we'll see you next time.